This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Gingrich, the founder of the Ops Authority and the author of the Director of Operations Certification Program, which is an incredible training program if you're a project manager and you have those organizational skills, those leadership skills that are able to support other people in business. And if you're interested in that, I would definitely have you look at the DOO program. We are going to have a cohort starting here in August. And I would love to welcome you in to our DOO family. On today's podcast, I am going to be sharing a quickie convo. And as you, if you've been following along with our podcast, which I certainly hope you have, so much information is here, but we are doing a little series called the Quickie Combo. And this is a question and answer format. We are pulling these questions from all of our various communities, paid and unpaid where we have literally a community, a gathering of people who have similar interests and backgrounds just like you. So if you've got some questions that you would like answered, I would encourage you to go to theopsinsiders.com and drop us a question there in that Facebook group. That's the place where we continue this conversation every single week. But it's also, like I mentioned, a thriving community of people who have project management skills, have been project managers, and are operators in their current lives. And it's just a great place for us to connect. We're a different breed, and it's so nice to be in company with people who understand the way your brain thinks. So today's question that we are going to have a quickie convo over is how do I make that first leap from corporate? So this is something we get from prospects and people who are looking at joining our program. We see it from people in our community, in the Ops Insiders community, and then also inside of our DOO community where people are going through the certification We get a handful of people every single time who are in corporate and who are looking to make the leap into entrepreneurship or owning their own business, however you want to look at that. But they're using their current skills from corporate to begin a new adventure for themselves. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. I've helped hundreds and hundreds of women and coached hundreds of women to make this leap by utilizing their operational gifts and skill sets. And so I'm going to bring you some of those pointers today in this podcast. So people leave corporate for lots of different reasons. And what we hear most of the time is they're looking for freedom. The great thing behind someone who is already established and has a corporate background and some experience there is they already have an expertise. It's likely if they've been in the corporate system for a while that they have been promoted once, twice, 
or more. And the reason that you get promoted is typically because you've got a combination of experience and expertise in a topic or an area, and you are showing the signs of leadership. Those are three very powerful skills. And because of those that you've gained through corporate, you have the aptitude for being able to do and navigate business on your own. The other thing that would be an important ingredient if you're currently in corporate and thinking about stepping out is you have to realize that even though you've got the skills and the expertise that you are going to have to market yourself when you step out on your own. So that has to be something inside of you. You may not have the hard skills to do it, but you're gonna have to have the soft skills, meaning the heart, the drive, the confidence to market yourself because that will be part of this equation in due time. Another great thing is you are confident. You're confident because let's face it, the internal part of being in corporate is tough and rough. And so you've likely hardened and become wise and have begun to know yourself really deeply. And I see people who leave corporate having these qualities. They're very confident, they know their worth, and they are boundaried. What does boundaried mean? It means that you have likely had to step out and speak your truth to be able to either be seen, be noticed, to be taken seriously, to express what you are committed to. So you've already exercised those boundaries. Those that happen inside of the corporate place may shift a little bit when you step out on your own. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the will to be able to do that, to speak up for yourself and to make your boundaries known. So confidence, knowing your worth and already having the experience of establishing and upholding your boundaries. Those qualities are going to take you far faster in business than maybe some of your counterparts. So I'm going to recommend if you're making the leap from corporate into your own thing that you start with services, meaning you look at the skill sets that you have that have gotten you far or further in corporate and you see how you can use or repackage those in serving another audience because you're likely not gonna be serving a corporate audience. You're gonna be serving a different audience. And I think that the fastest way to make this leap is to sell services. So what does that look like? Well, to me, this comes up in three different ways. You have like all of threes today. I told you (laughs) three different things twice already, and now I'm going into a third one, but three different ways that you can start your service-based business while leaving corporate. First of all, to do consulting. If you've got the expertise and you've got an established process, go ahead, get out there and start consulting. I'll come back to this in a second. Another is a project-based model where you are working on one particular thing and you can give strategy or you can do strategy and management, or maybe you're doing management all the way through the execution or the implementation of the project. You know, when I left corporate, the very first project that I did in this space as a business owner was managing events. This was not something that I expected to be doing, but my skill set matched and I saw the need out there. And so look at the different project-based things that you can do. When I say projects, this means that it's got a start and an end date 
and you can navigate the entire bandwidth of that. That's another area where you can come in with an expertise, with a specialty and show your value very quickly and still have a timed approach to doing this. The third way is what we call a retainer. And this is when you're working one-to-one with somebody in a long-lasting capacity. Now that may be long-lasting is determined by you. That could be three months, that could be six months, that could be a year, whatever that looks like. I would assume if you're starting out, you probably don't wanna write contracts and start one-to-one work with the promise of exceeding greater than six months. So let's keep it underneath there. This may be different than what you're hearing from other people. But I would recommend that you get and secure two clients, two projects, two consulting offers. I would just recommend that you get two clients underneath your belt prior to leaving corporate. So yes, this means that you're going to be juggling two at the same time. My former mentor and coach, Kelly Roach, talks about this. She was a corporate executive and she made her first six figures while she was working inside of corporate you know, look and see what kind of roles you have inside of the corporation and the organization right now. But if this is allowed, I would definitely encourage you to do this because you're going to learn a whole lot while still having the stability and the security of your income from corporate. And that's part of the biggest fear in making that leap is what am I going to do from an income perspective in the interim? So why not just work a little harder, put in a few extra hours and see what this is like. And you're going to get a lot of feedback very, very quickly. I was hesitant to recommend two clients, but you know, one is just not enough. You're likely going to start off with a client that you already know that's already in your network. And so that will not be really indicative of what, what business is going to be like. And so I'm going to stretch you to look for having two clients before moving on. Now, these two clients may have very different packages and very different needs, and you're going to offer them a different type of service, but this is the time to test. And really, business is a string of tests. (laughs) You never get done. So don't feel like where you start is where you're going to finish. That cliche and adage is very, very true you're going to have a different service time after time and everyone needs a little bit something different from you. Just make sure that it is in alignment with who you are. So you're going to start by setting this up while you're in corporate by starting to get some of the offers and services that you want to get out there. You're gonna start by talking to people right now while you're in corporate, secure two clients, get them going, but definitely leveraging the services either in a consulting project or a one-to-one capacity. So what do you need to actually get started in doing this? I get this question often as well, so I wanted to group them together here and still not take up too much of your time because this is a quickie convo. So raw, what you need to just get started. You need your offer. What is it that you're going to be offering these people? What is your expertise? What kind of promise can you give people? And then honestly, the other thing that you need is a phone or a computer. You know why? So that you can have these types of conversations. You're going to need to take prospects into clients. And to do that, you have to have a conversation. So I know that sounds silly, but you're going to need to do that either over a phone or a computer with maybe Zoom or Google Meets or something like that. But that's the basis of what you need to just get started. That means that's one of the coolest things about building a business like this is you really don't need that much 
much to get started. That is all I had at the beginning of my journey. And I can promise and vouch for you that you don't need anything more. I would brush up your LinkedIn, make sure that it looks appealing, you know, make some changes on your bio and just take another look at LinkedIn and make sure it is who you are today. It's not a four-year-old version of yourself and a contract. Now, I don't think that you need to go crazy with a contract, but you need to be able to write out the scope and at least have an agreement. I'm not saying that you have to go you know, down a really deep, long path of writing a prescriptive contract. But I do think that you're going to need in the minimum an agreement to get started. So that's what you need to just get going for those first one or two clients. Now, once you get a little bit of time underneath your belt and you're ready to dive into this, a more advanced version, but still not all the way deep and, you know, building out this huge business, Here are a couple other recommendations that I would add for you at the right time. Now, remember, these are not things that you need to do straight out of the gate. These are things that are gonna come into play later on. So the first one is having a one sheet or a PDF. When I say a one sheet, I mean just a document that states who you are, what you do, how you help, maybe documenting some testimonials, some feedback that you have gotten on your services, why you are an expert in this area, and talk directly to the type of client that you want. So putting all of that in a one sheet, you can imagine this as a flyer from the good old days where they really you know, showcase who it is that you are, what you do, and how you do it. So putting that into a PDF would be a really next level start. Again, you don't need it when you're first getting going. I think that you're gonna learn a lot through those first two clients to help you to get this one sheet or the PDF buttoned up. The next thing is a system for the contract. So this would be one of the first tech tools that I would add if you are starting a business and in this particular case, leaving corporate and starting your own, I would find a system for contracts and invoicing. For us, we use Dubsado, which of course there's a fee for this tool and there's a little bit of a learning curve, but they have some of the best help systems out there and help tools out there. So that's the one that we have used, but but there are a lot of different ones in this environment. If you're interested in Dubsado using the tool that we have used, I mean, I would say for seven years since I've been in business, then you can check our show notes and there will be a link there for you to check that out. So you can see it's pretty darn simple to get going. You've got the skills. The biggest thing you need is confidence, the skills, and the offer. And from there, there's a couple different tools, that tool being your phone or a computer, (laughs) to get you going. So it doesn't take a whole lot. And I believe that this can be done simultaneously with holding a position in corporate. Now, I want you to hear me out. I did not recommend any social media. I did not recommend a website. I encourage you to wait for six months, get six months of experience in helping clients before you dive in to creating social media or a website around this. If you do this too early, number one, you're not gonna be satisfied because you don't know who you're talking to. Your offers and your avatar or who it is, your clients, they're gonna continue to change. You're gonna learn very quickly But when you first get started, I see too many people who are hesitant about creating a business name, creating a logo, and creating a website. None of that is going to make a hill of beans if you don't know and you don't have the experience. I don't want you to have to rework this. 
I also don't want you to slow down over obsessing over those things. Very common mistake, like a hot tip is get started by having conversations. Do not hesitate with social media and with a website. It will come in time. And here's the thing behind all of that. You have to have a lot of copy. There's a lot of copy that goes into this. Most operators I know are not really excited to sit down and write a lot of copy because it's a block. It's a perfectionistic block that most of us, including myself, have. So let's avoid that. Let's get to work. Let's start replacing our income by working with clients. And you're not going to do that by having a website and taking the time to write copy for a website. You're going to do that by getting in there, providing a service and executing on that service and getting paid for it. So I I encourage you to wait six months to understand where you're headed in business and give you some time to get your roots down, to start understanding the kind of conversations and the kind of copy that you're going to want to put into the messaging. Alrighty, friends, I wanted to keep this quick. I hope I've done that for you. I hope this answers a lot of the questions that you have. If you have more questions, I want you to come over to theopsinsiders.com where we continue this conversation every single week. I'd love to know those of you guys who are in corporate right now who are interested in making this leap. I get you guys in my inbox quite regularly from our emails. So I love having these conversations and I'd love to bring them into the Facebook group. As we are wrapping up today, if you have not checked out our quiz, I want you to do that. This is a tool that's gonna help you determine which business model would be best for you. And if you're listening to this and you are someone who is looking at jumping from corporate into your own business, this tool is gonna help you get clear in what model works best. You can go to theopsauthority.com forward slash quiz and take that today. All right, ladies, I will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.